to weakness. Okay? So some rules of the road. Okay, now the fun part. You guys ready? Let's meet the contestants, okay? And you, you see up there up on the wall, but we are going to meet Theodore Thinker, right? Samuel C., don't forget his initials. Samuel C. Sensor, Ina Intuitor, and one of my favorites, Felicia Feeler. Now, I know that I put genders down here, but th these are not gender-specific, although we're going to talk about the difference between a masculine and a feminine communication style, which is pertinent, okay? But we're going to get to meet these people intimately. So what I'm going to recommend is that you've got blank sheets of paper there in front of you. You might want to draw a big cross and take notes and put these, uh, on these people and put them in their certain quadrants, okay? But let's begin with some attributes, okay? If I am, and for those of you who did print out the handouts, that's the who am I sheet. But those of you who don't, don't worry about it. We are paperless, right? That's why I had to go buy a ream of paper and put it down on the table. Okay, great. Who am I if I am spontaneous, persuasive, empathetic, probing, introspective, draw out the feelings in others, loyal, now the dial might get turned up too high and I can become impulsive, manipulative, over-personalizing, sentimental, postponing, guilt-riven, stir up some conflict, and subjective. Who do you reckon I would be? You got it, Felicia Feeler. Okay, and we'll get to know them a little later. Okay, now, if I am an accurate communicator and I'm deliberate and I'm prudent and I weigh the alternatives, I'm stabilizing, I'm objective, I'm analytical, I'm rational. The dial gets turned up too high, I could become verbose, indecisive, overcautious, overanalyzing, unemotional, and controlling. I would be. Gosh, you guys are good. Okay? I'm pragmatic. I'm assertive. I base my opinion only on what I see. I tend to shoot from the hip. Dial gets turned up too high, I can be a little status seeking. I can act first and then think. I can lack trust in others. I can be nitpicking and self-involved. I am Samuel C. Sensor. So who does that leave? Ina, who is original, imaginative, charismatic. Ina is the one you want to go get a margarita with after work. She is broad-gauged. She is um, idealistic. Dial gets turned up too high. She can tend to be unrealistic, fantasy-bound, scattered, devious, Little out of touch, somewhat impractical, okay? So we'll get to know each of these in some detail. So let's talk about each of these in some detail. Who would you all like to meet first? Of course you want to meet Felicia. Everybody loves Felicia. Let's talk about what a Felicia looks like. A Felicia will dress very casually, a lot of times too casually for the position. I had a woman, that, and we'll talk about her, I had a woman that I hired that was my first hire that was a Felicia Feeler. And she was a vice president with the firm, and this was 20 years ago. Do you all remember espadrilles? Yeah. This is back before business casual was around, and we were in the deep south. So let me tell you, you dressed up in the PR business. And this woman would show up in espadrille sandals that laced all the way up here, fish earrings, and if ever there was a holiday, she was the one that had the sweater that matched the holiday, right? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? The Santa Claus, Easter, you know, Mother's Day, I guess. It doesn't make any difference. 
Felicia's tend to dress very casually, little too casually. They tend to be very approachable. They can almost costume out sometimes. And this works for both men and women. Both men and women. Okay, let's talk about Felicia's office, okay? And I have to tell you, I told you I opened the agency when I was 33 years old. I was a Samuel C. Censor, and we'll talk about him later. I had three employees, two of which quit within the first two weeks. One was the office manager who came in, I swear to you, came into my office, took her fist, slammed him on the desk and said, I can't take it anymore. And I went, ooh, I got a problem. <laughs> and I knew it was going to take me a while to learn how to be a good manager, so who did I go out and hire but Felicia Feeler. Her name was Julie Heron, and Julie showed up, and she was a sweetheart, sweetheart of public relations in Atlanta. She showed up in the office, and I swear to you, this was her office. First came the plants with the vines, you know? There were vines everywhere, everywhere. Were there photos? You betcha. Greeting cards. If you had ever given Julie a greeting card, it was slopped somewhere in there, right? There were comfortable chairs. There was a Hobby Holly poster that said, people are nice. There was a jar of candies. Please take one. But I swear to you this is true, and I am not exaggerating. She brought, I made to put it behind the door, being the censor I am. She brought in a bulletin board that any time a guy had ever given her flowers, the card had been pinned to it. There were Pi Beta Phi pledge dance photos on there, I swear to you, and high school corsages. It didn't make any difference what you were to talk about. Julie would say, you know, it's just like dating. And you know what? She was right. She could always tie it back. But she was wonderful because Felicia feelers are often dictate the morale and culture of an office. And so she was fabulous. She created the agency, and, and where I focused on the results, she created family. Now, time to take a sidestep. In the business world, Felicia feelers have historically gotten what? A bad rap, have they not? Because we've said this is a soft, traditionally feminine way of communicating. So in the 1980s, what did women do? They butched up and became, right? And they became Samuel Censors. I can't tell you the number of clients I have that now were in the 80s that are coming back and saying, help me, I've lost my femininity. They're trying to get back to that. Men, I want you to take note. What is happening, and those of you all who have, you know, you know this, you know this information, as the baby boomers are starting to retire, we are now seeing a shortage of talented labor coming into the market, a shortage of talent. So only those associations that can recruit and retain the brightest talent are going to survive and indeed thrive, correct? We also are, have blurred the boundaries between work and home. So we have found that now in order to be able to attract and retain the brightest employees, we now have to adapt a more style of communicating that used to be called feminine. So all of a sudden, Felicia Feeler has value in the workplace. So much so that we are even seeing that there is a consultancy in England that now trains business people how to communicate more like women. More like women. So I am here to tell you that the feeler before had been really delegated down in the business, in the association world, in the world, in America. And now we are pulling the feeler back up and saying, man, we need some of that. So it really has changed a lot. Now, let's talk about what makes Felicia tick, okay? You've got an idea of the way she looks. You've got an idea of her demeanor. You have an idea of the way her office looks, okay? 
What she needs to know about when you communicate with her is how does it affect me personally? Everything, everything is on a personal level. When you talk to Felicia, when you communicate with her, you must do so with warmth. With warmth. You must take time to get to know her personally or ain't nothing gonna happen. Okay? Felicia's hate conflict, so you have to save them from conflict. If you want to win Felicia to your side, you must give her your personal assurance. Your personal assurance. What should your pace be with the Felicia? Absolutely. You must be on time, so that's going to be somewhat slow and relaxed. Right? You've got to use that time to build trust, okay? Her strengths are she is excellent, excellent in listening and teamwork. Listening and teamwork. Her weaknesses, the dial gets turned up too high, is she can become over-defensive and very sensitive, hypersensitive. And she becomes like the deer in the headlights under stress. She cannot make up her mind, or he. Okay, and, and will tend to be somewhat submissive as well. They like a consultative type of communications, very consultative, very casual. They hate sudden change. Now, remember, I'm giving you blaring generalizations. They hate sudden change. And they love involvement and stability. They love involvement and stability. Okay? Do you guys have a good feel for Felicia, you think? Okay. Any Felicias in the room? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I can usually look around and see the juicy faces, and I know I'm looking at a wonderful Felicia. Great. Who would you like to meet next? Uh, who? Samuel. Let's meet Samuel. Good, good choice, okay? They're all good choices. Samuel is often your CEO or president of an association or business. Entire countries take on these personalities. So the United States historically has been a Samuel C. Censor country. When we look at business, at the role model that business brings to us, it is Samuel C. Censor. It is Samuel C. Censor when we look at the, the way that we consider business. Associations can take any of these, and we can talk about them later. Usually it will depend on, your, um, on the head of your organization. But with business, historically, it's been Samuel C. Censor. Okay? So you're normally dealing with somebody who has historically been a leader. In Myers-Briggs, that's ESTJ. ESTJ. Okay? Now... How does Samuel dress? Samuel dresses somewhat formally and to let you know his or her place in the world. It's all about status. It's all about position. When you meet, where, when you meet a Felicia, she's warm and engaging. When you meet a Samuel, you might sense a little bit of this and you certainly will sense a little of this. Samuel's up here. Okay? Now, so Samuel will dress in a way that will be somewhat status-oriented, usually pretty conservatively, but, but usually very well-appointed, pretty expensive clothes generally. Okay? Now, let's go into Samuel's office. If we were to walk into Samuel's office, whoops, we got stopped by the secretary. Do you have an appointment? No? Well, you ain't getting in to see Samuel. Right? So, 
we walk in, we get the appointment, we walk into Samuel's office, and the first word that comes to mind is status. Everything in the office has been placed there to let you know Samuel's place in the world. Again, remember, Samuel's can be male or female. So are there pictures of the wiper kids, husband and kids? Only if they're beautiful. <laughs> Trophy wife, you betcha. Are there diplomas? Ivy League school, yep. If you went to the University of Georgia, maybe not, which I did. No, actually, Georgia's gotten to be a pretty good school. So, how did I get there? Um, where would the guest chairs be? You got it, on the opposite side of the desk. Creates an instant barrier. Is there seating area? In my office there was, but it was that tight English furniture that's real high and uncomfortable, you know what I'm talking about? And, the reason, and it was very tight and very formal. The reason why? I didn't want your butt sitting there too long. I had things to do. So if you were invited to sit down, I just assumed you'd be a little uncomfortable, so you'd get out and move, right? So I could get on with what I need to do. And the reason why is, is that Samuel is all about his or her to-do list. This person is driven. Nothing excites Samuel more than checking those things off the to-do list. And that includes you, because when you come in, you have been reduced to the to-do list, right? So... What Samuel needs to know is top line. What will it cost? What will it do? Give me top line. Give me all the things. Okay? When you present to a Samuel, you must pre present with conviction. Remember, we talked about with Felicia, it had to be with warmth. With Samuel, it has to be conviction. So when you've got a board member or when you've got a volunteer that's challenging you a lot of times, you're probably dealing with a Samuel. You're probably dealing with the Samuel. And what, you, what Samuel wants from you is to say, no, 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 I am right on this. And to stand tall in your power. That's what will get Samuel's respect. Okay? Above all, Samuel wants you to save him or her time. Because it's all about moving things on. All about moving things on. Okay? Samuels tend to be control freaks. Right? So who does Samuel love working with? The lawyers. Why? The lawyers have a way of consultively selling that rarely will they tell a client what to do. Instead, they say, the way I see it, you have three options. There's door A, door B, door C. If you take door A, this most likely will happen if you take door B, etc. By doing that, they give Samuel the control over the decision. Samuel likes that. Okay. Samuels need you to get to the point. You will lose Samuels' res respect if you are a nonlinear thinker, if you're somebody that takes you a while to get to the point. Now, some of us are that way. And if you are that way, I'm going to give you a fabulous tip. This might even be worth an aha. If you're the type that it takes you a while to get to the point and, and, and being concise is an issue for you, learn to start talking in numbers be able to say to a Samuel or to someone, say, there are three important points.